Ah, yes, children, thank you so much for gathering around, uh, coming to this mandatory after-school special with me, Super Goose, and my friend. And me, Marshland Merrymaker. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, it was mandatory. We didn't have a choice. Well, shut the hell up, children. We're here to teach you about the importance of sitting down and shutting the hell up. Okay, uh, someone might have been, uh, tipping back a little pre-gaming, uh, well, that's not what we're here for. We're here to teach you respect for your service workers. Who came out, oh, what? I, I mean, we're also service workers. I know, I'm, I'm getting paid, wait, what? No, I'm getting paid for this. I'm, I'm a, I'm an appearance worker. I'm okay. paid by appearance. The fuck is... But also... Our job saving people, that is service work. Okay. I think. Sure. I might not know the definition, Sh uh, but you're about to find out the definition because some, some smart person was about to say a mean thing about them. They made a PowerPoint and we're just going to read off from that. Okay. Would you like to begin, sir? Uh, sure. Um... <clears throat> PowerPoint point number one. Pay ah, fa, ah, oh, oh. add in the god. What, god. what was that? Who's shot. shooting in here? I'm <laughs> shot to fuck. God damn it. Oh, it's the super villains. They're, they, they're not following by the code. I think they're aliens or something. They don't know the superhero super villain spelled correctly code where you do all your fighting with strong fists and eye beams, not... Shotguns and uh, and insert another name of a gun. Ah, I'm bleeding out wicked bad. Also, machine gun. Ugh. What is up, motherfuckers? My name is James, like you didn't already know that. Unless, you, hey, you really like the album we're talking about and this is your first time listening. You've been clicky-clacking on your keyboard, scrolling through Apple Podcasts, just waiting for someone to talk about this record today. And you finally found it. It's Shuffling the Deck, the definitive introductory ICP playlist podcast. Not really today, because none of this stuff is available legally to listen to. So... <laughs> Oh, can't really put it on a playlist. And I'm no, here with I, my guest. I mean, my fuck, I, my host. And I'm Goose. I'm Sean. And if you own this album, like if you've bought a hard copy and you're listening to it right now before we started this episode, you better get the fuck under covers, baby. That shit is illegal. Can't be done. I mean, won't be done. I, I think you can legally own this. It's not like it's faces of death in the UK during 1989. James, I listened to you at the beginning of this podcast. I heard what you said. It is illegal to listen to this to listen to this album. You're gonna you're gonna get a, your, yourself a face of death, in that they're gonna kill you for listening to this album. It's so dangerous. You're such a bad boy for listening to this album. Thank you for joining us today. We dangerous. Hey, Sean, yes. I I need to Teen know this right. I need to know two things. One, okay, did it take you from the time you woke up? Did it take you roughly the length of this album because you had to listen to the album? What? No, I listened to I, I couldn't sleep last night, okay. so I listened to it a bunch of times. Then my second question is, I just need to know right off the bat, so I know later on uh, what I should anticipate. Did you love this album? 
Love is such a strong word. Uh, it's it's fine. All right, guys, you're gonna hear some uh, battling viewpoints later. Well, and actually, that one of the things I was even thinking of because I, I I remember walking away from this not totally sure how I feel about it, and it's like one of those like, well, the concept is fun. I'm not mad at it, and they, I think like spoilers. I think they do the concept pretty well. Mm-hmm. Part, parts of it were like hit or miss for me. I didn't, ca- I didn't care enough about this album to get into a fight with you today. So there, there are no, there, there is no the wall on this album if that's what you're looking for. Oh no, I, I used to be so lukewarm to the point of no opinion on this album. It's super villains furious. You see it in the title. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of dreading listening to it, fired it up, and I'm like, holy shit, this is so good. This is like their version of a crunk album while still holding some of the psychopathic production styles. But man, I truly believe they should have said fuck Black Lotus, Dark Lotus, I mean, and mm. they should have really tried to keep the ties with the members of super villains together because this i mean their second album had a lot of issues which we'll talk about later that it never came out but was leaked so uh who knows if it would have really held up and if super villains in its new iteration will do anything good but sean how's your week been my week's been okay yeah busy celebrated a dear dear friend's 30th birthday like known this dude for longer than I've known myself and I'm very I was very happy to be there to watch him age and decay as I grow stronger and stronger by the moment yeah because you're still not yet 30 yeah sure yeah yeah you you people and you people believe that so you fucking marks thank you very much hey I've seen how easily you can get erections so Mm -hmm. you're not 30 bro Thank you for joining my Snapchat OnlyFans hybrid. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You are the only member, the mm-hmm. only member. I support my friends. Thank I support my friends. Show me your wiener. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had to uh, say, not another D&D podcast, Patreon. Bye-bye. I gotta support my friend. Won't watch any of his stuff. I have asked mm-hmm. one of our friends who has an OnlyFans, what, because I'm talking about Beyblade, Robbie was on and I said, oh, don't you want to shout out your OnlyFans? He's like, oh, I, I don't make that public to anyone I know. And I was like, OK, all right. Just want maybe some people would be interested if he did. I probably if he had like a dollar thing, I would have supported. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, I, feel, I feel like I hope we're getting to a point where like you can do that. Mm-hmm. And it's not you don't feel weird like, oh, no, someone's going to we all know we all have wieners and vaginas mm-hmm. like that's We know it. You ain't, you, ain't, you, ain't try, you ain't fooling me. You, you ain't fooling me. Speaking of I'm fooling. I'm not fooled. Yeah. If you don't have a friend who is a sex worker, either you are a fool and you just don't know, or two, you get better fucking friends, dude. Yeah, man. Or have no friends, live in the wilderness, and uh, become the one thing you've always hated most in life, a tree. Okay. Why do you hate trees? Because look at those motherfuckers. They're barky. Yeah, they're barking up the wrong tree to hang out with me if they're a goddamn tree. That's what I'll tell you right now for free. They're a house, a community for so many species living amongst it. They are a cesspool for squirrels and worms and all sorts of shit 
baggery. I won't stand for your tree nonsense, tree. I saw a guy on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader who has planted over 10,000 trees today. Good for him. He won a goddamn cookie. I'll murder his ass. He won 50 grand on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And John Cena was like, yeah! (laughs) All right, take it back. I respect him. I like trees now. Hey, speaking of John Cena, (gasps) do you want to talk about... So so the reason... Okay, so I could... The reason we, I got, I, I, again, I apologize. I was, I was running too late to the recording today. Real bad, couldn't sleep episode. Just, you know, veering on, 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 on manicism. So I, I, I ended up sleeping a little late. But through all that anguish and all that, like, feeling real bad and scared and un, un, feeling, feeling like I don't have control of my mind, as you do when you're veering on a manic episode, I finally have a title for this section of the Woo! podcast. James, do you want to hear the title? No. Okay. See, I'm you, brother. No, of course I want to. I support my friends. Do you have a uh, (laughs) OnlyFans? I'll join it. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll plug the OnlyFans after the podcast when no one's listening. Welcome to 2005, a sweaty time in the Americas. That's right. We're back to sweaty time in the Americas. This, This section of the podcast, that's what it's called. Okay. And 2005 in the WWE is the year of WrestleMania 21. On for WrestleMania 21 and what they're building to all, all year on the Raw side, Batista, big old Dave Batista, Drax himself. Yeah, <gasps> I walk from danger. That Batista is winning the Royal Rumble and ending the Triple H reign of terror, which was a very long time in the company. He Triple H was uh, walking around with the heavyweight title, uh, kind of burying other people. What is the reign of terror? Batista. Ends that, wins the Rumble, and turns on Evolution, cementing his status as like a top guy, which he will be for well, as long as he's in the company. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on SmackDown, SmackDown, dirty old, Smackdown baby, uh, the dirty old boy Bradshaw has become John Bradshaw Layfield, a dirty conservative stocks Richmond, and he's jumping up from the uh, from the mid card to the upper card to the main event. In fact, he is the champion that our boy John Cena. Beats and defeats to become champion and cement his main event status. Also at WrestleMania 21, huge. Like if you were watching, if you're watching around that time, or or I say like years and years after, big WrestleMania 21. It's, the, it's this. Uh, it's the coronation of both John and Batista. I, I mean this in the most respectful way, and I haven't said this in a while. Wrestling is so stupid. The the stories I mean are just Why? so a, ridiculous. Well, what, he was a like stock trader. So that's not even a story. Yeah, he actually <laughs> like he I, as far as I know, because uh, I didn't do a lot of ba- like like backtracking on like how shoot how much of a shoot this was. But like yeah, oh. uh, he like 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 when he like he was a shitty like wrestling cowboy. And he kind of just like ran. I, th- I from what I remember, one day he 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 just kind of ran out of money uh, when he was like like younger, and he kind of said, and he made a vow like, oh well, being poor sucks. I'm not gonna let myself get broke again. And he became a major stock trader, like on the side, like that was his backup okay. plan if he ever injured himself. So this isn't like in the 80s, early 90s when it's like I'm an accountant and that's my entire. Uh, what was that one guy? The IRS. Oh yeah, uh, Erwin Scheister, yeah. Uh, Mike, Rot- Mike Rotunda. No, no, this was this okay. was uh, 
more of a like more of a, I would say more of a like a little more grounded and like as far as a shitty conservative like no he probably is also a real <laughs> shitty conservative <laughs> but I do love that your reaction to that is fucking cartoony ass wrestling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like oh no this is the one time I mean that's fair that's a very fair reaction mm-hmm. but this is like but no this actually this had this did had some merit to it if and, if someone yeah. could edit or if just WWE put this out wrestling minus the matches that would be the like if you're looking for something so bad it's good like those kind of vibes just Mm -hmm. the promos and the in-betweens would be that and that's what i want to watch while i'm stoned well i i will say sometimes because we're gonna talk i mean in a lot especially at this time the whole batista it's weird because with matches i remember very clearly this is if you've ever seen batista doing a thumbs down gif there's a is the famous moment where like at one point Randy Orton sort of gets like Caesar style uh, thumbs down and it was like oh no Batista power bombs Randy Orton he's kicked out of Evolution and now so like Triple H is looking at Batista is like oh you gonna are you gonna fight me for the title no you wouldn't fight me we're best friends white wink 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 we're big big friends and then Batista gives him the thumbs up and everyone's like yeah. And then he slowly shifts to a thumbs down. Oh, no. And it was like, whoa. Like, it's very, in some ways, so goddamn cartoony. But mm-hmm. I remember it feeling so big and so, like, 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 like that's what, like, epic. Ep- epic, yeah. not in the internet's, in internet way, but in the larger than life, larger than grounded reality kind of way of epic. I, I know the exact feeling of that. Because yeah. Nicole feels the way I do w- for wrestling, uh, like when you're like, "Wow, this is so epic," but like an outside observer is like, "Wow, this is so cartoony." That's me mm. watching Double Dare and jumping up and being like, <laughs> "They fucking did it! They holy shit! They 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 got through the entire obstacle course with 21 seconds. How did they do that? They won all the physical challenges. The other people didn't even have money on the board in 1987. <laughs> they had four hundred dollars plus a trip to Buena Vista Walt Disney." resorts oh my god that's a deal that's the deal like and it's like it's weird. and it's and we'll get we'll get to some 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 stuff happening in 2005 uh, especially in 2005 that like it's so it's so weird and it's the hard thing especially i know with you because i know if i want to if i want you to get into like a wrestling i should send i need to send you a weird mix of like no it's good wrestling but it's also stupid as shit mm-hmm. Be- because there is a lot of wrestling happening right now in 2005 that's actually like not stupid. That's like kind of like oh grounded like li- like yeah they're trying to tell they're trying to tell a human story. <laughs> I but, spoilers. I think there's one of those clips that you're like yeah this is grounded wrestling. It's amazing. And both. So I was watching this. My in laws were over for a couple days, and I was like oh I need to watch this. And my uh, my father in law. He Mm. father and common law. Nicole and I aren't married, but I'm just going to call him my father in law. So we've been together for almost nine years. I can call him my father in law. Yeah, I can't. No, you cannot. Please don't. Unless you I guess if you married my sister, you could technically call him a father in law. Can I marry your sister? Yeah, go for it. Sweet. Just for the purpose of calling Brian your father in law. Of course, of course. Man. Uh, but what was, well, uh, what was this clip I sent you? So, yeah, well, can we start out with the AJ Styles? Well, yeah, let me just uh, finish up WWE real quick. Okay. Um, ECW uh, in 2005, also ECW One Night Stand, which is a nostalgia pay-per-view in the Hammerstein Ballroom. 
put, uh, put on by WWE, pushed for by Rob Van Dam especially, does super well, ends up leading to a second show next year, and eventually WWE ECW as a developmental slash nostalgia third brand. I got two major notable matches uh, for this year, which is Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam, which uh, is so fucking dumb and amazing and beautiful. And old man and father to Randy, Cowboy Bob Orton, bleeds his hepatitis blood all over The Undertaker. Hell yeah. That's... 2005. Now, if we want to talk about AJ Styles and TNA, uh, and we'll say, and we'll set up real quick what's going on in TNA at the time. Jeff, they're still using the NWA uh, titles to kind of like cement their brand. Why, uh, why are they doing that? It was thrown on the ground and said, "This is for the old guard. We are the new EC Dub." Yeah, but then they went out of business, so fuck them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's this Jeff Jarrett and AJ Styles, uh, Raven for like a hot 88 days, uh, continue to battle over the belts. Big sightings include uh, Christian Cage, uh, who fucking rules, aka formerly Christian from Edging Christian. Uh, he has a, like he has such a good he has such a resurgence where everyone's like for years just like oh Christian Cage he's always kind of, he's great but I don't think he's ever gonna be a main event guy and then it was like no he's a main event guy he's just he's smaller but he's fucking great uh, Christian Cage and Gail Kim is signed and I fucking love Gail Kim we talked about her before notable matches the big one this is the and I think it's called fair to say the AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels X Division Championship match. You want to talk? You you had some thoughts on this. I did send this to you. Yes. So this was the first one we watched. He mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, I I have no idea what's going on in wrestling today, but I watched it when I was younger, and then my brother-in-laws also watched it, so he watched it as well with them." And Good. I was like, oh, man, who's going to win? Who's going to win? And he's like, you you know, this is all like predetermined. I was like, yeah, of course I do. But there's still. I mean, it's, it would be so funny if that's how you found out. <laughs> what? No. No. Huh? Excuse me, I was having a good week after a very shitty one, and you tell me this? So, (laughs) he's and I'm like, yeah, but it's what's going to make the best story. So, here was my predictions. I said, well, Samoa Joe's been on this this winning streak. He's undefeated right now. So, I think this could be him getting the belt. Uh, But I already Mm -hmm. knew Daniels was not going to win because this is like a very big turn. But then I was like, wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. Sean is sending me this. Why is Sean sending me this? Yeah, he's been screaming about Samoan Joe, which is how the announcer was saying, putting an N on it. He was screaming about (laughs) Samoan Joe this entire, like, last two or three weeks. (laughs) That's probably it. But then I'm like, no, 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 no. I think AJ Styles is going to win and this starts his like very big run of like, wow, this is the guy to start watching. And guess what happens? Christopher Daniels. What? He doesn't win. (laughs) You tell him. AJ Styles wins. And this was, Mm -hmm. I think any match over 20 minutes is like, okay, let's just figure out what happens. And Luckily, like after the 20 minute mark, they start doing like very good wrestling, like very technical stuff. And it's like very enjoyable to watch. But it's like start doing that at the 10 minute mark and get get things out of there. But that's just my personal belief. You know, edit some stuff down. And it's a lot of it's like a it's like a very shared personal belief. Uh, I like I don't know. I don't mind, especially in a three way like that Mm -hmm. where it's like 
Yeah, you don't get you don't get your hot shit in immediately. You build up to it because you're feel you're feeling each other out. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't throw my big heavy power bomb and risk it being countered. I'll look the fool if I do it too early. Yeah, uh, that like um. But I, the the only reason I threw it to you is because it's probably out of all actually out of all of TNA that's probably the one match that when people were like hey you should watch tna what the fuck should i watch tna well calm down please put down that knife uh check out this match Mm -hmm. like that was a that was a big and those three guys will end up carrying that company both both joe and aj will carry carry like heavyweight straps christopher daniels will never really get to be a heavyweight player he's always going to be kind of the 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 back that the company was built off of that no one really got to no one really got to see which is a a shame because he's very good mm-hmm. so in this match there is a point where I I think Brian was enjoying it because of my commentary of like oh my god he's dead he's manhandling a deceased man around there was one point where Someone was like went dead. I forget who it was. And I think Samoa Joe picked them up and was just they were flopping around. I was like, Jesus, the audacity, the tenacity. Oh He's sadistic. We were Joe's loving it. Stiff. It was mm-hmm. great. So then where breakfast is being made and I say, let me turn on this CM Punk versus some person at Ring of Honor. Alex Shelley. Who is notable because he is a member of the Mach- uh, Motor City Machine Guns represent Detroit, baby. We turned this off. We were like, this is boring and not exciting at all. The only thing we had to comment Uh, on was like, oh, we like that. He said, hey, this is the first time I've ever been able to hear people audibly speak within the ring. That's cool. But then it's just a bunch of arm bars, like working the arm. Yeah, that's it, which is the psychology. Uh, CM Punk in this match is trying to, and we're talking. Well, let's get to Ring of Honor. All right, the company famous, and maybe we want. You know, this might not be James's cup of tea. But I'll, I'll maybe I'll refrain from sending you all these uh, ROH matches because that the whole point, the, the point of the company is to, in some in some fans' uh, tastes, be the boring alternative. I love this shit because I love. I do like a nice slow down psychology based mm-hmm. like. Well, yeah, yeah, like in in the CM Punk case, which is a great example, he's debuting the new Anaconda Vice. Like the Anaconda Vice is a new is a new hold for him, and so he needs to work the arm. So and he's and 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 uh, his opponent Alex Shelley is wearing a big old one of those like elbow pads. It's like ooh, that looks like your arm is hurt. That's why you're wearing it. I'm gonna target the fuck out of mm-hmm. that. And it's that and it is that like it's, it is that very methodical. Uh, but if that if you're not into that, it feels plotting. I get that. Yeah. But t- so ROH at the time in 2005 is actually going through some shit. They lose their talent sharing program. We talked about before how they had so many similar members on their roster that as TNA. Unfortunately, they lose that talent sharing program after owner Rob Feinstein is outed as a pederast. Uh, so he sa- sells his shares to Kerry Silken. We, Rob is out of the company. That's why they. It's why they managed to keep going. Like he is fucking gone. But TNA is trying to distance him- themselves. So like no more. No more, uh, no more, uh, no more sharing of talent. No more TNA mm-hmm. guys on ROH. So heavyweight champions that year include Austin Aries, CM Punk, James Gibson, formerly known as Jamie Noble, the lovable trailer trash from WWE Cruiserweight Division, and Brian Danielson. Notable matches this year include Kenta Kobashi versus Samoa Joe. Kenta Kobashi, by the way, once again, the Observer's Wrestler of the Year. So that's like I think three years running. Fucking dude's great. What are your thoughts on Samoa Joe? I'm kidding. I, yeah, I love Samoa Joe. I think he's great. <laughs> Snug as hell. 
But yeah, can't think about. Oh, oh and also, I'm gonna use. The, I'll use this time to apologize for my King's Road segment uh, last week. I'm pretty sure I was super wrong. I was just super excited, and I didn't know what to talk about. Uh, but Kento Kobashi versus Samoa Joe, CM Punk versus Alex Shelley, which I had never seen before. I sat down and I watched it today. Again, I fucking loved it. I had a great time with it. But I don't mind like a nice like paced out like like clearly a grudge match. This isn't about titles. This isn't about rankings. I just fucking hate you because you're disrespecting the boys in the back. So I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. Yeah. And Alex Shelley is a guy that goes on to become like a huge influence for what modern wrestling uh, is. Like, he's, he's one of those names, kind of like Chris, up there with Christopher Daniels, who's like, oh, this guy was huge. And, like, so many of your favorite wrestlers, wrestlers, are like, Alex Shelley was a huge influence to me. But we'll never mes- uh, mention it. Also, Jay Lethal versus Curry Man, which is so fucking stupid. Uh, do, you remember who, do you remember Curry Man? We talked a little bit about him a couple weeks ago. I don't, but I saw mm-hmm. that and I was like, uh, now nah, I'm going to watch the CM Punk. And that was my mistake. That's fair. Well, th- I was like, this match goes, I think it's like... I have never, I, it's so rare, and especially to see how hot of a company, it's a small audience, but how like, how much, how loved they are. I, I've never seen a wrestler, a, an audience enjoying a show so much that a wrestler has to actually kind of like grab a microphone and be like, Hey, I'm glad you're having a great time, but it is interfering with us being able to wrestle. Please let us wrestle. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, but that's the thing, because they were chanting so hard. Also, by the way, Curry Man is, Dan- is Christopher Daniels. Uh, Samoa Joe is working for TNA. Alex Shelley is working for TNA. I have no the fuck idea how the sh- talent sharing program... I'm pretty sure they were winning themselves off of the talent sharing program. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of TNA guys in a lot of ROH shows. Uh, but the big thing, and a huge, huge thing about 2005 and ROH, is that they are helping to distribute and produce something called Shimmer which I didn't know, so I had to do a whole bunch, uh, a handful of bunch of research on. Uh, have you ever heard of Shimmer? No, I have not. So Shimmer was founded in, or Shimmer was founded. Can I say what it sounds like? Please do. It sounds like a new age mm-hmm. streaming service aimed towards like boss women but are a little bit hippie, so they're they're not full on capitalists, but they want to really spread the word of that. So like it's shimmer, mm-hmm. where your dreams come true for your heart, your mind, and your wallet. Shimmer. <laughs> I like the way you put your hand under your chin to really find the feminine mystique of it. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's not that. Okay. It's a wrestling. It's a wrestling company. Founded by 2022's Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame inductee, Dave motherfucking Prezak. Uh, he uh, founds this as, uh, I want to make sure I get this right. It's an all-women's promotion. Okay. Created to give female wrestling talent in North America and beyond a serious, non-objectifying platform to display their skill. Hell yeah. Right? Like, because I, uh, I, I know, you, I, uh, for those of you who also watch uh, some of the Brian Zane stuff, if you've seen anything about WoW or you've seen anything about mm-hmm. uh, GLOW, like, like they did stuff in Glow. It's not, you know, great wrestling. I, when you were when you were talking, like, oh yeah, maybe you won't like ROH because of this or that, and you know, it's not as cartoony in this. I was going to say, I think my the perfect wrestling for me is Glow. Yeah, which like so this is trying to this is trying to take Glow, and it's and it's not and it's actually not to take away from Glow mm-hmm. um, because. Glow in the 80s, and that's what wrestling was in the 80s, was very cartoony. But, like, 
it's 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 definitely taken. Women's wrestling had really stagnated for super for kind of a long time in, in America. Yeah. Obviously, the Joshi. Jo, we won't talk about Joshi wrestling because I don't know enough about it. But it is like they're doing things in Japan that we're not doing in America. And Shimmer's the first one to come out being like, "Man, like women can be more than uh, I'm going to quote ECW here, crack whores and sluts." Which is like what so much of the product was at the time. Mm-hmm. Or you get something like Wow and Glow, where they're not they're not using wrestlers. They're like finding actors and actresses and training them off the street. Yeah. And that's like a really great way to put on A, not great matches, and B, hurt someone because yeah. they're not trained. So like so they're so they're going out of their way to like really make sure allow women to just wrestle. And there's some huge names. 2000, in 2005 alone, the uh, the year this company debuts includes Mar- Mercedes Martinez, Beth Phoenix, Roxy Laveau, the Voodoo Queen, uh, Sarah Del Rey, Miss Schiff, Allison Danger, Rain, and cheerleader Melissa. She's a cheerleader. And her name's Melissa. It's cheerleader Melissa. Hell yeah! I'm audio producer James. Hell yeah! Let them know. Let what, them what's know. you? Uh me. I'm just goose. Actor Sean. Nah, nah, that ain't me. Yeah. Uh, I do want to, and I do also want to cover because I was like, as I'm going through this, it's shocking. Just like how many names and how many major women's names today uh, we see pass through Shimmer. And by the way, our backyard in uh, Berwyn, Illinois. That's is where. So they're fucking. They're, they're in the backyard and they're putting out Amazing Kong, Serena Deeb, Lufisto, Natalia Neidhart. Daphne is working with them. Madison Rain, the Iconics. Cherry Bomb, a.k.a. Laura, a.k.a. The Bunny. Shouts out to Buffalo, New York. Leva Bates. When you said Amazing Kong, I panicked. I was like, wait, what tokusatsu are we talking about? Because I thought you were like (laughs) King Kong. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm... Is it, it felt like a dream uh, that, you know, there's a pop quiz that you didn't study for. I'm like, mostly speaking, Sentai were doing that? What? No, no, no. We'll get there once we start covering TNA and some of the fucking wildest women's matches on television you'll see in a long time. Uh, but, on top of, but, on t- but on top of that, we also have Leva Bates, Veda Scott, Mia Yim. This one surprised me. WWE superstar Paige's mother, Sar- uh, Soraya Knight. She's like, she's working, I think, like mid her, in her mid-50s. She's starting to work that company. Whoa. We also have former AEW champion, Hikaru Shida. And this one was fucking rad. Kanano Urai, a.k.a. the famous Kana, a.k.a. Asuka. Yeah, Sean, I didn't hear any of that because Discord said you're talking too loud and it just oh, peaked sh- all out. Sorry, I probably peaked myself. I'll do uh, take two. Uh, Asuka. Okay, there they're we also, go. They're, they're, also bo- <laughs> they're also booking Asuka. <laughs> Uh, in America. Uh, it, all of that's yeah. going to be left in because on yours, like to me, it's just silenced. It didn't distort, but on your recording, it will actually be there. So, I, And I'm sure it'll be like super distorted. No, it won't. Uh, it'll be but worked. Like, uh, but yeah, it was like a very, like they're reading, they're reading Japanese Yoshi uh, wrestlers and they're giving like, and they're giving a Nor- uh, North American women an opportunity to, to wrestle. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking like shimmers. Shimmers big. Shimmers huge. And that is 2005, a sweaty time. Hell yeah. Is Shimmer still around? Yes. Their last event was uh, tw- uh, was like, I think it's October, October or December tw- 2021. Oh, so okay. Not too, lo- not too long ago, but I, I noticed like this time last year, by this time last year, they had a few events and we haven't seen anything yet. Mm-hmm. So 
I couldn't find an official statement of them not releasing anymore. We'll see. I hope I hope they are. I thought you were going to say, yeah, their last event was uh, February 27th, 2020. And I was like, oh, OK, yeah, oh. yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah, they. I, I, we, I, we, I hope they come back. Hell yeah! Because uh, yeah, that's such a, that's huge. There are so many like like if you if you're into the product today. Uh, I know James. I'm kind. I kind of like force feed some of this like an angry bird. But like if you're into the product today, you might recognize some of those names that I just listed off because they're mm-hmm. stu- they're like yeah they're major like television working names and there's not there there is a not zero percent possibility that we wouldn't get to see them if there weren't companies like Shimmer. And ROH was using a lot of these uh, talents at the time too. Uh, I know CZW and Shikara. Uh, like, if if certain if there weren't companies out there that could like look at a woman and not just be like, ugh, ugh, boobs, ugh, ass. Like, I don't know. Man. I'm on wrestling Twitter too much. I'm on wrestling Twitter too goddamn much. And like, I it's fun to be horny. I'm not taking away anyone's mm-hmm. anyway. It's fun to be horny. But like, man, sometimes sometimes a wrestler just gotta be a wrestler, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because you got to keep it in your pants. About ROH, Demonic from Murder House Records, when mm-hmm. I started hanging out with him in the late 2000s, was just like, oh, you like WWE now? Oh, man, what you got to check out is ROH, Ring of Honor. It's this place over here. It's great. They they do broadcast, but you got to see them live. I, I don't know how how... Well, you'll be able to watch on this specific channel. It airs like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, I can't watch that because you said it's like on a Thursday. And I am still in high school, sir. Drop out. Join Ring of Honor. No. He probably (laughs) could have recorded them because, you know, he's one of those dudes who you just hear a tape go in and then the audacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, tape trading so important. Mm-hmm. This, these goddamn kids today, what with their file sharing, yeah. their YouTube's, their Vimeos, they don't understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't talk. I was not a tape trader. I was like, a, I was like, a, I was a fed child. I was like, whatever's on TV, I'll watch. I, I didn't have any cool friends. I love hearing tape trading about fan subs from like Super Sentai and stuff from before the internet was around. That's the only way you could get this stuff. And a lot of it wasn't even subtitled. So you're just watching this because your friend's father works in Japan, came over and was like, hey, here's a VHS. And then you pop it in and either you watch it and you're like, this is super cool. Don't know what's going on. Or you try to pop it in and you're like. I guess this is the wrong region of a VHS <laughs> or people who were able to essentially keep mystery science theater alive by, t- yeah. and they, they encouraged it was like, Hey, pass the tapes around so we can keep this going. And luckily it is still going. New episodes yeah. are coming. Yeah. I saw that. which is very exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, like it's the power of just like, a very well and shit we're talking about we're talking about goddamn juggalos and this yeah. scene power oh. of having like a, a powerful fan base someone like like a ride or die crew that just like want your product want your content yeah speaking of today's album no if people weren't trading on file sharing sites or anything like that or archive.org we wouldn't have been able to listen to this unless it's luckily reasonably priced on amazon so if you're looking to get something hey guys go to amazon or ebay to pick up a physical copy but it, comatose and i have been talking about horrorcore and trying to archive all of this stuff because some stuff was just like bootlegged on tape 
and that's the only thing you can get it on. Some had extremely small runs on CD. No one's like trying to archive it. And I'd love to start making that an effort and just like, hey, this is the horrorcore archive. And until someone claims this stuff and not only just claims it, but says, hey, it is available on such and such, you know, Spotify, Apple Music. We're not taking it down. Mm -mm. Nah, it's living there, baby. Yeah, because it like horrorcore is like this punk rock scene that needs some sort of archival effort. I was saying because I was going to kind of bring up how I we I think we t I don't know if we touched on this on air or off air, but how like be because of some difficulties with uh, with La Lavelle, Lavelle, yes, Lavelle, uh, but because like they're not posting it, and this might this is possibly in danger of becoming lost media over yeah. the years. I you know because of how juggalos are. It probably won't. And because of how psychopathic is, they're not going to take this stuff down. Okay. That's, they're not going to Nintendo. I was, I was curious. So they don't like Super Nintendo their stuff. No. The only things that get taken down are the things that were also released on major record labels. Mm -hmm. So they'll, in quotes, like copyright. They won't copyright strike but flag it just because of the YouTube algorithm like automatically does that. They're not going out and intentionally doing that. But supervillains, you're not going to get that because none of this has been released on an official streaming service. Fair. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, fucking A. Uh, I, I would say let's get into it. Yeah, but let's get into it. Oh, wait, is there not? Are, you, are, are we going to talk about the albums this year? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we're we got to get into it to get into it, baby. Hey, guys, Super Villains, <laughs> Furious. It came out August 16th, 16th? 2005. Oh, I did my research. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I, I promise I said 16th. Also, if you didn't hear me, Sean, trust me, I said it. I, I, I'm, uh, no one's going to hear that cold open. I apologize coming in hot after you. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry I was late. Uh, I do apologize. That's it was like I was very bummed because I remember like, oh, I'm going to lay down. Let me set my alarm from one. Uh, Sean, do you want to check if your phone is on silent or vibrate? No, fuck that shit. I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to this nap hot. So my, again, my apologies. I have to realize like, oh, some people take naps because I am someone who unless I am brutally sick and I'm like, I just mm -hmm. don't want to do anything today. I, I never take naps. Maybe one a year. Yeah, I I take a lot of naps, but also like no, I didn't sleep last night. Yeah, <laughs> I, so which is which is on me. I should. Yeah. Hi guys, the more you know, ding ding ding, you should sleep. Yeah, it's good for you. Yeah, uh, little Corey. Uh, actually, most of my fellow co-hosts have insomnia or sleep issues, so. Oh God! It's a constant issue <laughs> of people being like, "I'm so sorry, I overslept." Oh God! You're surrounded by sleepyheads. Uh huh. Even yeah. Nicole, she's much. She does. She doesn't sleep as much as she used to. But what if there was like a zombie movie? But it's not a horror movie because the main character's in no danger. Just like instead of surrounded by zombies, they're surrounded by sleepyheads. I would. That's my living life. I'm not even gonna say I, living nightmare. It just is reality. All right, I'll work on a script. I'll send it to you in the morning. All right, hell yeah. If, no, if don't I go get, to sleep. If I get up in time. Yeah, you'll it'll be done. I'll just be waiting for it because you're like, eh, no. you want to know what? Uh, I'll I gotta wait for it to render, even though it'll be a PDF and it'll take <laughs> yeah, like say. Uh, five <laughs> seconds to do it, depending on your processing. It's Microsoft Word. In it in the time. Wait, 
you're you're writing scripts off Word. Please don't do that. My, my uh, off, off Microsoft Word 2007. Oh, please don't do that. What are you, The <laughs> Simpsons? So that's insane that they write all. I, I've heard they write all their scripts using Word. Jesus Christ. Like, even, just bump it up what to Keldex fuck? free. Please. You don't have to pay for that, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, James, what's getting released in 2005? All right. So this is for the week of September 3rd, 2005. So a few weeks up just because, you know, I wanted to get. We're going through the top 10. Okay. So coming in at number 10 on the independent charts of that week is Lil Rob with 1218 part one. Wonder if he ever put out part two or will it be like the evolved part one? Uh, when he puts out part two, by that time, he's big Rob. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Next <laughs> up is coming in at number nine. Super villains with we saw furious super. Ooh. A little low, a little low for yeah. where we usually see, yeah, mm -hmm. psychopathic. And this is as far as it peaked is number nine. Okay. It, I just, it's weird. We'll get into it with reviews, but it was not well received at the time. I I don't know if I want to say this now or save it. My biggest thing with the album is like there are really, there's some really good parts and I love, I love Shaggy. I love Shaggy. Mm -hmm. I think Shag, I think Shaggy too dope. As far as Garfunkel's go, is a great fucking Garfunkel. Mm -hmm. I think he drags a lot. I think there is some really, there's some really not fun hooks here. What, Sean? I have a note that says he shines on this album because he is oh. the hooks are like they they're like we have driving hooks and like crunk music. Crunk is for the most part. A lot of just hook, especially Lil John type crunk. And they knew this is going to be great to perform. Tragically, this album never performed. No. Yeah. Oh, that's us. Yeah, but I'll coming coming in at number eight, various artists, again, they keep coming around during the summertime. The Vans Warped Tour 2005. Natch, Natch. Ooh, the man with that long ass dong and he's thwipping it on the skins. It's Tommy Lee with Tommy Land the Ride. <laughs> Indie darling Tommy Lee. And hey, dude, we're into it now. Post hardcore yes. is on the rise because Th Hawthorne Heights, the silence in black and white. Ah, a band everyone I knew growing up listened to. I knew they existed. I think there's one song of theirs about Ohio or something. I don't know. The All I know is the music video is there's a microphone hanging down and he's like screaming into it. They're in a basement probably at a church because that's where post-hardcore lives and thrives. I'm fucking A. <laughs> uh, this also, this album has been on this chart for 63 weeks. Jeez. Yeah. That's Hawthorne Heights? Hawthorne Heights is there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for, good for them. Now, the name of this album coming in at number five is Jason Aldean. Wonder who that could be by? Oh, it's by Jason Aldean. <laughs> now, this I don't understand. I know a Nickelback, but Nickel Creek coming in at number four with Why Should the Fire Die? They couldn't afford the... the, the I had nothing. Keep going. <laughs> number three, a band I think my brother enjoyed, Silverstein, with Discovering the Waterfront. I could be absolutely wrong. <laughs> He's calling... If you don't call in right now, you're 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 James is right, and you need to shut the fuck up, brother. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now the yeah. top, the number one and number two have been battling it out and constantly switching between number one and number two for the past four weeks. 
Okay. But coming in at number two, he was number one last week. The goddamn man himself. The Shocker Boy. Double album release retaliation by Dane Cook. Ah. Did you own this album? I did own this album. I owned this late in life, and I was like, oh, I'll check this out. Never checked it out. Well, it is. But I, I, lo- know, Dane- I love Dane Cook. I think he's good. Uh, I get it. <laughs> I'd say the one, I'll say this for Dane Cook. Like, he's very much. Fuck. If I like technical comedy, if I like the if I like the Brian Danielson of comedy, yeah, this dude's com- this dude's coming in. He's Hulk Hogan in the eighties. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of flash. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of performance. It's almost weird in a way to like get that in an album because so much of it is a like get it on camera, brother. Let me yeah. see you do the flops. Let me see you do the flop sweats. But like, there's I don't know. There's not a lot of substance. Which again, there doesn't have to be. It just yeah. has to be funny. Yeah, that's to be funny. Uh, yeah, that's that's like I don't know. There's not a lot of substance with uh, Mitch Hedberg, but he's still funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is. It's weird as fuck. It takes you. It, Mitch Hedberg is absurd in a very mind-bending, what is real kind of way. Just commenting. I, I think Mitch Hedberg's funny. I'm, uh, but uh, like mm-hmm. commenting that. An escalator broken is just stairs is not like a philosophical or maybe I guess it is. Never mind. Yeah, I'm talking out my things, ass. It's one of those things you don't think is you don't think it is because it's just dumb and fun. And then you stop and you're like, shit, it actually kind of is. That's a glass like, half full type situation. Right. It's, it's one, it, and it's one of those things. It's, it's, well, fuck. It's like how I kind of treat a lot of these concept albums. What do you put into it? Let's put as much as you want into it. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, this it. Once you get it, where do you, I feel like once you hear a Dane Cook joke, normally you've heard the Dane Cook joke. There's not too many layers. Which again, it doesn't, doesn't have to be, does not have to be. The, the number one thing is that shit funny. Did it make you smile? Then he did his job. Dane Cook is Gen X's Robin Williams. Well, um, okay. Or, <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, or is Daniel it, Tosh that? Well, no, they're, and they're both for the, they're both millennials. Dane uh, Cook or, isn't. Well, but he he blew up in the millennial age. I would not call him a Gen Xer. Okay, he, yeah, I I get. Yeah. I'm thinking more of like the 18 year olds when I was. Oh no, I guess those would still be millennials. Never mind. He is the millennial <laughs> Robin Williams. Still not setting off on that. Uh, and what's number off. one? Number what's one. Number one. Ooh, baby, they were last week. At number two, they've been on the chart for eight weeks. It's the Yin Yang Twins with United States of Atlanta. Wait till you see my penis. Wait till oh, you yeah. see my penis. I once rapped over that beat. We'll never surface because it sucked. <laughs> Not the beat, me. I am the issue there. <laughs> it's me. It was me all along, Yin mm-hmm. Yang Twins. The suck fest himself. You want to hear about this album? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Originally planned to be recorded and released in 2003, the project was put on hold due to solo releases from Joe Bruce, who was releasing Wizard of the Hood, and Esham was preparing to release an album titled Repentance. The project was put on the back burner until 2004 when rumors were debunked at the 2004 gathering of the Juggalos about name changes and added members such as Tech 9 and Lazy Bone by Bruce and Smith themselves, meaning Esham is Smith, Bruce is Violent J. 
in in late 2004, Lavelle was seen on stage with Joe Bruce's Violent J's brother, Jump Steady, as his hype man during a 2005 tour, sporting a Hatchet Man charm. When asked, it was uh, when asked, it was revealed that Lavelle of Crazy Clans, which we need to talk about how ABK was in Crazy Clan uh, along with Lavelle, mm-hmm. and then. Blazy Dead Homie was in Two Crazy Devils, and then Twisted was in House of Crazies. They all had crazies, all spelled with K's, but also spelled differently after that. It's just insane that all these crazy people came together. And, like, all unrelated, I assume? Kind of. I think they all ran within sort of the same circles. Okay, so that's probably why, then. They all they all play Mortal Kombat together, and Ooh. they said, you know what? Spelling the C's with K's, I think we're onto something, mm-hmm. fellas. Then Cottonmouth Kings got in there and was like, hey, we're going to do that as well. And then Rosie O'Donnell came in from Tarzan and said, I feel something happening here. Ooh. And then I got a Kelzone and spelled it with a K and an Italian punched me. okay uh yeah he would be a part of the project as well recording of the album lasted four months and it would turn out to be a true tour de force for isham as he was also working on material for an unreleased solo album tired entitled club evil i don't know why it's a tour de force if it was never released, but the entire album is a concept based upon a story of four members coming from another planet to take over the world. Insane, like, that I never, as a teen, got that these are aliens? Yeah, it took me a while listening to it. But, well, I mean, because, like, some of the... Some, some of their alter egos, especially, like, Mr. D- well, and Mr. Diamond and Mr. Spade both have very human wants. Yes. You know... Like Mr. Diamond is all material wealth found on Earth, mm-hmm. and Mr. S- and Mr. S- uh, and Mr. Spade is like set out to destroy uh, the 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 bullshit the bullshit uh, white white patriarchy. Yeah. Also, uh, you could also say that Mr. Club, unless there are space DJs. So if if we're thinking that. Th- DJs are universal throughout all walks of life on different planets, then yeah, he has a universal need. But if not, (laughs) he has an earthly need to be the greatest DJ on the earth. We should, oh, and we should break down just because this is hard to find. And if you haven't listened to this album, Mm -hmm. James, what's going on with these four characters? You got a breakdown for us? Yes. We have Mr. Club, who is Shaggy Too Dope. And I don't think I have ever explained this to you, Sean. Whenever you hear scratch work on an ICP album, that is Shaggy Too Dope. Oh, I fucking love scratch work. Yes. So he is the DJ. Then we have Mr. Spade, who is Esham. He is a described as a terrorist militant. Mm -hmm. Mr. Diamond, who is Violent J, is just like, I love wealth and shit. Kind of like his character on Big Money Hustlers, but not as annoying. Does have. Oh, and real quick, the nickname on him, the billionaire. Mm hmm. That's a a fun. That's fun. That's Mm -hmm. that's a fun time. He also says the diamond there. Yes. And then we have Mr. Hart, who is just a lady killer. And that is Lavelle. Yep, yep, yep. Each one has like a like a solo, like a solo, quote unquote solo song. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they all inc- include Shaggy because Shag- Shaggy has like no verses. He's all choruses. Yeah, love it. 
I'll say that, and I'll say that's not all hooks when I came at Shaggy earlier, uh, but there's a few words like, no, oh, okay. Oh, the, I, there's only one that I'm like this, but it's not him. That's an issue. It's the production. It's just such a busy, busy hook. And I'm like, there's too much going on here, guys. There's gunshots. The kick pattern is all over the place. There's like a weird 909 mm. Tom hit maybe going. That's like bit crushed. The, the, the symbols and the crash. It's too much guys, but we'll get into that. I have one note okay. on the just super villains in general. So it was after like following a disagreement with psychopathic Esham and Lavelle left the album, I think shortly after Supervillains came out. So this album was never performed live to my recollection. There was never a Supervillains thing, a tour. Did Esham reconcile? Yes. So oh, Supervillains okay. is technically still going because in 2009, maybe they reformed, put out a collection of songs that Esham and Violent J have done, but it's not, it doesn't feel like this where there's also Shaggy on the hooks and doing cut work. So we'll yeah. see in the future what materializes with that. Oh, and, and also just cause before we get super into it, also having Violent J and you touched on it pretty heavily in character. Mm -hmm. Like when we, like when we say like, he's got like some of his character, some of his character from big money hustlers, that's not just like the, what he's rhyming about. He's doing it in voice. Yeah. And so, some songs more than others, but like, he's like, he's taking like a whole, like very methodical, very slow, very, I'm doing it. I just, I just turned to dusty roads for a second. Very methodical, <laughs> very methodical, very slow, very point. Very point peaceful. Uh, but he did, but it, but it, but it, but it's, it's a whole different, like, yeah, it's a whole different flow. Even mm -hmm. like, like he's changing, he's changing a lot. Also, I need to listen to more Esham because fuck, he was great in this. Yeah, man. Closed caskets. Highly recommend that. Burn up. All right. So on May 20th, 2006, Esham released an episode of his bomb ass podcast, and it was dedicated entirely to outtakes from the supervillain sessions, including an alternate mix of the song Pussy and a very wait, actually, this wouldn't have if this is from the supervillain sessions, this was just scrapped stuff. So this would not have been on a second album. This is just a compilation of throwaway stuff. There was a song called Slow Your Roll, which people just Quilocally call it the F slur song because it is uh, all about specifically killing gay people. I'm glad they cut it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like the, the, it, this, this album would have uh, been tarnished by that. And Esham mm -hmm. released this as I, I don't know because he's on the song. So I think he's just like, Hey guys, I have these files come support me because I'm giving you what you want. So I don't know. I would love to hear. Uh, it's probably on like Fago Lovers, it, or uh, uh, actually, I'm I just bleeped that name out. It's probably oh, on yeah. a website somewhere of like in 2006 when that was released. I would love to hear what people thought about it. Also, I don't want to see what people thought about it. Yeah, I was like, because 2006. I'm gonna go back as far as like the average wrestling fan. They're still probably okay with a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But let's get into uh, reviews before we get into track by track. Sure. All right. This is from Horrorcore Heart. They gave it two out of five stars saying, wow, on November 5th, 2013. This is a verified purchase. They say, I've only just recently listened to this album picked up for a cheap price here on The Devil. I put that in. 
I ignored the reviews on here and decided that I was going to give it a listen anyways. And besides, it was a nice rare addition to my psychopathic collection. Sadly, the critical reviews about this album are true. Every song sounds the same. No, it doesn't. And the formula to the songs <laughs> rarely change, if at all. Well, it's crunk music, bro. And that's what it feels like. Honestly, I got to the ninth track and pressed stop on my CD player. Uh, why aren't you? Why didn't you convert this into MP3? It's 2013. <laughs> it was a weekend night, and this wasn't what I was feeling. I still have not listened to the last six songs on the album. Probably won't. Too bad. The idea of the supergroup made of Insane Clown Posse, Lavelle, and Isham sounded like a cool idea. It was just poorly executed. Two thumbs down to that person. I feel like this segment is just you making a list. A list of people to visit later in life. You're just gonna go everyone. You're just gonna go all these like all these reviewers door to door. Uh, yes, uh, I'll be like, hey, did you post on moviepoopshoot.com and said something <laughs> yeah. bad about supervillains furious? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh no! Blap 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 blap. That's you hitting them with a series of pies to the face because you're violent, but you're very cute about mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. I once said to Nicole, she was talking about like eBay reviewers and being like, fuck, I want to find this person. And, uh, <laughs> or maybe it was about movie review. She said like, why the fuck are people like this shitty? And I was like, well, yeah, because you're looking at moviepoopshoot.com. And she's like, what the fuck is that? I was like, oh, I thought you would have remembered that very specific thing from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because that's the movie <laughs> review website that they mm -hmm. go to and see all the shit about uh, the Blunt Man and Chronic movie. Hey, James, guess, guess, guess me, guess, ask me how long it took me to remember that moviepoopshoot.com is not a real website. It's one created for a Jay and Silent Bob movie. Until I said that it was made for that. Yup. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, hey. This is Thunder Grunge gave five out of five saying this is old school from 2005. First off, I am not a juggalo. And in fact, I think most psychopathic music sucked lately. With this in mind, I had absolutely zero expectations for this disc whatsoever. Boy, was I wrong. Hee <laughs> hee. Super Villains is perhaps my favorite psychopathic album since the first Dark Lotus. After that, most of the clown's music has been trash except a few here and there. Okay, I, sir, if you have, or madam, if you are able to be like, all this stuff sucked, like, I listened to it, I think you're a juggalo, sir. I was literally going to say the same thing. It's like, mm -hmm. I, so what you say? I'm not a juggalo, but all their stuff sucks uh, lately. Sir or madame, if you, if I got bad news for you, mm -hmm. if you're a juggalo or you were a juggalo, that shit is for life, uh -huh, motherfucker. Uh -huh. It's just like, uh, I hate Star Wars. And it's like, oh, so you're not a fan of it? No, no, no. I love this shit. And it's like, okay, you are weird. You're, this is just someone saying, I hate it, but I listen to it. And it's like, no, I, I think you are a fan of it. But they go on saying, this does not sound like any other psychopathic release. This reminds me of old school house party days. Shaggy scratching is really, really damn good. All of the tracks are pretty good and have almost an industrial feel to them. Yeah, I, his scratching is amazing. Mm -hmm. Even when it, whatever, whatever I say about the hooks from song to song, his scratchings are fucking great. Yeah. And then he says, let's hope psychopathics got their groove back. And then one more review by Hector Rico saying two out of five stars saying, why, oh, why did they sell out to Hot Topic? 
Interesting take. So I will say huh. I owned a supervillain shirt and I, I it's the only shirt that I wish I still owned. And I bought it from Hot Topic because I was digging through their like under five dollar shirt clearance bin and found a supervillain shirt. I was like, yes, the, the, the design, especially the design they have with they're all in the when it's the four of them and they're all in their like full body suits with masks. Dude, that's the shirt. It's such a cool design. That's mm-hmm. a great fucking comic book. And like that's and, it, and as, as soon as I saw it, it clicked for me. Uh, as we go through this album, the big I think the biggest difference from other psychopathic efforts, there's really no moral compass. Yeah. There's no like there's no morality play in this. There's no over there's no overarching message other than we want to put out a fucking badass comic book sort of album. But that is only in like hindsight 2020. If they had gotten superheroes off the ground, that would have been the yeah. Yes, that makes you sense. would have gotten oh. a light versus darkness, good versus evil morality tale out of this entire thing. So without supervillains, they just made hate crime. That's what this album, a lot of it is. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, well, we'll re- we'll get redeemed as a label later when you know it's not just this vile shit we're saying. When the supervillains, which was going to be ABK. Twisted and Blazy Dead Homie when they come on the scene. No, no, no. It never happened. I'm so bummed about... And also, to be fair, uh, like all of that except for Mr. Spade. For the most part, when Mr. Spade comes on, uh, Isham, he's he's usually pretty right. He's a a, a mass murderer, as they all are, but he has a good point. Yeah, like he is... (laughs) uh, He's a militant terrorist. No justice, no peace. Like that's what he's talking about. Yeah, like the like the military terrorist is on point. Everyone else, you know, a big ass murderer. Mm-hmm. I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed to hear that though, because like, fuck. I'm kind of glad. Would have been so interesting. As a as a teen, I wanted it, but I'm so glad it didn't because I think that would have tarnished. I th- there's no way they couldn't have not made it corny and campy. But that's the shit. That's the shit you love in wrestling. Yeah, but what? I don't like it in my rap music. Get it the fuck out of here. That you know, ooh, this is this is why we'll never get along. I don't want that shit in my. I don't always want that shit in my wrestling. I'll say I'll say I'll give me like sixty forty real stuff, like grounded stuff versus campy stuff. I want mostly grounded stuff. But in my in my psychopathic, fuck yeah, dude, all, all day. That's yeah. that's why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like right. Uh, let me read some of this. It's kind no. of incoherent at times. Okay. Why did. ICP do a club type of CD. The Calm? I don't get that part. That's another EP. Why did they sell out to Hot Topic of all things? Then many uh, greater than signs. They used to make art. Now they make product uh, more greater thans. If anybody's (laughs) interested in buying psychopathic artist CDs, don't buy anything past the Wraith Hell's Pit. That's not that far ago. That's not that long ago. I know. It's literally <laughs> last year. Mutant Volume 2 sucks. I remember when Cypress Hill did to or decided to become a metal act too. Why twisted? Why? Why do also all of this is in uh, uh oh, capitals. No. It's in I'm, uppercase. Caps lock is this, on. This went from kind of fun to like I'm worried about this person. When you when you go over, when you go around uh, making the rounds on your list, like pl- just check in on this one. Make oh yeah, sure I'll check okay. in on Hector. Bring them a bring Hector a cobbler, like a, oh, peach, yeah. a nice peach cobbler. Yeah, I feel like he'll like that. I'll also bring one of those like tiny brushes 
to uh, brush out his keyboard to make sure that the caps lock just <laughs> isn't stuck. That's a good point. That's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. If I got a, got a sticky caps lock. But he goes on saying, why did you do the same thing? I wonder what they were smoking. A1 Yola by Isham was awesome. These guys got to stop experimenting with sounds and stick to what works. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, I mean, they've been experimenting for a while now. Mm-hmm. In Hell's Pit. Yeah. In Hell's Pit, the Wraith. That was a, the, both of those were pretty big experiments and like jumps. I got one. Uh, I got yeah. one last one that's like funny. So it's five out of five, and it's Heaven in My Ears from August 22nd, 2005. Only God could let these wonderful and gifted performers make a CD of this groundbreaking quality. Mr. Club, praise him. Mr. Club has to be the best character in this group because he can do all the scratches and the fact that he is in this bitch. Jesus himself has to smile knowing that he can listen to such awesomeness. Praise Big praise, big big ups to the big man for bringing these four beautiful lads together to come from another world and destroy our own. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. That's so. That's such a. That's an interesting take. Mister Club's a cool character. Like that, they're all very cool characters. Mister Club in this bitch. Yeah. All right. We. Just, I was. And it's my fault. We jumped. I jumped ahead a little bit on the description of each guy. Oh yeah. Um. That's sorry the intro. That. We're done with the intro, guys. Yep. Uh, and then for the first song, To the Rescue. This is my opinion on this song. Okay. The distortion on the verses hurt a great song unless it was like maybe conceptually this is coming through the radios of Earth. Like this is our message to them that the mm-hmm. villains are to the rescue and you don't have heroes uh, because they're aliens. Which is, yeah, that's that's why I took uh, my big takeaway. It was like, it's a, hello, welcome to us. Uh, very polite to introduce yourselves before all the mass killings, you know, which is, I appreciate, but it's, 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 it's hard to judge it because the echo chamber vocals really cemented as, I don't want to say novelty because it's a, it's a concept album. So the novel, like, that's the point is the, you know, the story, story before content, maybe in this one. Sean, uh, I, I have the perfect thing whenever someone criticizes this album. So I'm going to read some of Hector's and I'll comment on his criticisms. Why did ICP do a club type CD? Because they're aliens. Why did they sell out to hot topic of all things? Because they are aliens. When anyone criticizes this album, we can just be like, well, yeah, it's because they're aliens. They don't know better. No, like all they have in alien space is hot topic. Like, and also, let th- they have different customs there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're aliens. Exactly. Uh, what What are your thoughts on this one? On the, to the rescue, I actually did throw a star on it. Oh, um, I don't. Uh, I don't think. I, I don't think it's going to go the distance with me. But it's 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 a, it's a solid. It's a, like it's a solid introduction. Uh, but I, I got real excited when I heard Isha. I was like, oh, hold on yeah. now. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like it's like and and. and for it to be like like four different characters, we we'll that by the end we we'll have to figure out who's our favorite character. Oh, uh, who who's whose figure are you getting? Uh, we'll figure that out at the end though. Okay, uh, but like but like the, but that's the thing. So and for it to be like one of these, like it's a really solid introduction to that dude. But I know the uh, the distorted vocals were weird. You just made me so sad. Why? Because the fact that they didn't make action figures of these fuckers pisses Ooh. me off. 
Right? I I mean, it, it, things fell through. We know why they didn't, but yeah. like, yo. Right? Damn. Money. Money on the table. Money on the table. I would have scooped those up when I had a cushy job that paid well. Hell yeah. I would have I would I would have dumped those in a jar and filled it with my semen. Oh hell yeah, dude. You gotta hell do that. Yeah. If you got an action figure, you got you got you got something to hang out in a jar and fill it with semen. Why do you think I own so many yogi bears? <laughs> oh god. We gotta I'm move on. We gotta lot. move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It'd just be overflowing, drowning a yogi. So the next song in this album is Furious. Super. Super. Yeah. Super angry, mad. Also, uh, I wrote down two lines, the chorus and get the fuck off me. You don't know how to fuck. Which, you know, someone said. That's, Who you know, says they, that? That's Mr. Hart. That's, 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 uh, yeah. I assume. That's line. <laughs> get the fuck off me. You don't know how to fuck. And so that's, that's, I'm very curious if they realized, if, if they realize how, si- the hook is silly. Yeah. It's not just we furious, we so serious. It's we furious, super. We so serious, duper angry, mad. Like, like I, I feel like I hope they realize both those lines are kind of silly. Yeah, but it hits, dude. I wrote down the scratch work shines along with the guitars and just the production all over, which was handled by Polar as well as wow, well, fuck my accent, guys. <laughs> The as well, the, the I was going into the well after I realized, like, I need to make this a joke because I just said as on accident, uh, as well as the rest of supervillains because they all have a, a past in production. Those are the five people who handled the producing. And uh, I love they have a light mm-hmm. clipping on the vocals that seems possibly not intentional, which adds like an overall rawness. I'm guess because they could be screaming into the mic and what's his face? Young Buck style. It just seems like they were rushing this out and no one checked the mic volume. And they're like, he's peaking a lot. Is that fine? Eh, we can't re-record it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think the rapping is top psychopathic level. And I, okay, I wanted to say this up front. I honestly believe this is the best rap album, not the best album, but the best rap album that Psychopathic has put out. I can, I mean, I can see that. I think they're, and I need to go back to like, actually listen to them. I think that might be because like Isha might be the best rapper. Mm Mm-hmm. Connected like that. Like, I wonder if it's that. It's like, well, yeah, of course it is. Ishaam's fucking amazing. But, like, uh, even, but I need, but I, I need to check him out. Like, I, I don't know a bunch on him. Even Violent J is lifted up in this. There, there, besides, there are two songs on this album that I'm like, I'll, I'm just gonna skip over them. But for the re- mm. for the most part, I love everything about this. Uh, I mean, besides, you know, some hate crimes they talk about. Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say on Furious. Uh, no, the thing, I, th- I, the reason I didn't get this star is the story, uh, kind of how it progresses. Uh, like from a story perspective, it's Mister Space because it's the song. It's why are they furious? Kind, like, kind, kind of a why they're doing this. And Mister Spade's mad at the world for the injustice done to the black man. And Mister Hart is mad at bad sex. A- and Mister Diamond isn't really angry at anyone at all uh he just likes money and killing yeah he's like gold member so they're furious but like it's such a drop off right where it's like the righteous anger uh the justified anger of mr spade and then Mm -hmm. uh get the fuck off me you don't know how to fuck 
Yeah. And Mr. Diamond's just doing his own thing. My guess is Esham. So when Esham came over to Psychopathic, he mm. went for the longest time as Esham the Unholy. But when he came to Psychopathic, Violent J was like, well, we're not unholy here. Uh, let's do with the Boogeyman. And mm -hmm. it's just such like cut off his balls type situation uh, of yeah. making something so hardcore. And like, you, that's the product you want. You want Esham. Yeah. Why would you change that? If you're going to talk, I mean, and you talk about wicked shit. We talked about the last time. This ain't horrorcore. This is wicked shit. Mm -hmm. Wicked shit. Wicked shit is the unholy. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. But I love, like, he's like, I'll go Eric and Dylan and. Which is great. Well, and, and sometimes there is truth to uh, limitations breed creativity. Mm -hmm. When you, when you can't, like the Eric Dylan line, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Eric and Dylan line. Eric and Dylan line. Yeah. But like my, fa I, cause I love, I love Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. So I loved the Eric and that's, that's who that is, right? No, it's not. The twi what? Huh? No, Are this is sure? not a sweet life we're talking about, sir. Okay. Uh, Google, Google it. Um, but yeah. And then also he's like an equal opportunist for hate crime. So that's good in, you yeah. know, best case scenario, if you're talking stuff like that. And I understand why this is the title track. Like, Hey, this song it hits, guys. Sure, I almost have to. I almost have to go back to it because it's weird. It it did the silliness of the hook kind of compared to like the rest of the verses kind of took me out of it. Oh, I it, yeah, and it, and, it, and it's like because I remember going back like the second third time through, being like, I know this is good. I can't tell you why it's not why why it's not clicking with me immediately. But I bet it's a song that if you uh, if listeners out there, if you're like. I'm kind of looking for something to kind of become an earworm. This is it. I will say, while I was listening to this, while taking a shower, Nicole came in the bathroom and just kept going, serious and furious, just, you know, being a, a, yeah. an annoying little scamp towards the music I enjoy, which she always Dupa. does. Dupa, angry. Like, I could see, you could very easily put an adorable cat in this music video doing the uh, callbacks. Super. Dupa angry. Mad. I like it. It's good. Hell yeah. Next up is Mr. Club. Mr. Club, take these motherfuckers home. So this is a classic hip hop concept, which is making a track dedicated to the DJ and they put their own spin on it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's good. And like the second pre-chorus, like after I think Violent J's ver or I should say Mr. Diamond's verse, the crabbing he's showing off. Ooh, baby, that it's his skill. Oh, yeah. It's shining. Yeah. Here's the reason I this didn't get any stars for me. And it's really because everything else is fucking great. I love. Oh, my gosh. Isham has uh, the uh, with a big fat booty slap. Give a bitch a bone. Mr. Club, take these motherfuckers home. But obviously uh, not with the same beautiful vocal quality I have. He's killing it. Uh, Lavelle, uh, some parts of this album I'm not sure about. He's killing it. Mm -hmm. Violent J as Mr. Diamond. And, it's, and, and, and I couldn't tell because I, I got dumb ears. Also, yeah, and Shaggy's killing it. Yeah. Great uh, fucking hook. But I couldn't tell if the song, if Jay was dragging or if it was just like Mr. Diamond has a lower energy uh, than Jay normally does. Cause, cause like he, if, if, if felt like for what his verse really, really like took me out of it. I think the character is a little 
highfalutin but still hardcore mm-hmm. if that makes sense of like oh yeah. i'm i'm a southern dandy but i want to kill you and i made or you know a robber baron or an oil, oil tycoon how they would have acted in the 2000 or not the 2010s the 1910s yeah i yeah i i, I don't know it, it it made me go back to like Cause I think of like 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 Buster Rhymes on I, I'm not because this is off the top of my head now I can't I'm not going to give you an example Google him he's a good rapper as well he was uh, on the Rugrat soundtrack yeah he is motherfuckers uh, but he can because he can he can he can go like a blistering speed and like big energy but still kind of like he has he 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 also has like a very like methodical almost cold touch to him mm-hmm. which Mister Mister Diamond is a cold character like like he's definitely he's definitely nailing his character. But for for any on this on this track, it felt like that character got in the way yeah. a little bit. Could be, yeah. But you you, you want to go on to the van, the van, super super villains, the worst A team. Yes, uh, the only thing redemption or redemptive about this album in poor reviews was yeah, the van's good. <laughs> Uh, I like it. It's a murder mobile. It's the ultimate crime machine, but it still backfires and sends shrapnel into your eyes. Ah! Whoa. Dude, th- uh. this entire song as like a feat of production, the beats dope, the bass, ri- like there's a bass riff going during the, the verses. The guitar is great. The drums hit so hard during the hook. And, you know, there's like some real drum elements mixed with hip hop elements it's just it's it's a hype track that the three of them are going back and forth, just chugging along. And, you know, uh, there is yeah. a blatant hate crime in here. But yeah, so I fuck that. Yeah. Uh, but but like the van and the van is their spaceship slash like it's it's their A-team van. Yeah. So and so from like a story perspective, the way that the beat serves it so well, because it is pun intended, a very driving Forced. It's a very, you know, I, I think it's very, it's, it's, it's straightforward in a way, but that serves the, like, the inevitability of this van careening, like, careening down the road, un- unstoppable, mm-hmm. which is what the supervillains are. So, like, for the beat to serve the story as well mm-hmm. is so, f- that's fucking great. Yeah. Also, like, to anyone who's like, oh, they keep talking about these hate crimes, in comedy, you always punch up. And in these cases, you should always be punching up. There is so like for a villain to go after like the Joker, to my knowledge, has never gone after gay people like he does not have an opinion on the matter, like a a negative opinion, I should say, within my recollection. If I'm incorrect, sue me. I mean, I I would say I got to imagine there's something I can't I can't I I can't off the top of my head. But like, yeah, it feels and it feels so many ways. If, if I mean, if the heroes came out, but they probably won because this is—I hate to say it—it's 2005. Mm-hmm. Everybody, this everybody was using this. Oh, it was using this uh, as a punchline. Yeah, it's and not. It's, like, it's not like they're gonna scream "girls to the front and protect our gays." It's like that's not yeah. what ABK is gonna be screaming in 2006. No, and it's it would have been dope if he did because, like, riot girl shit and uh, pro queer ideology. Hell yeah, guys! Who yeah. I'm feigning myself right now. I don't know. It's, it doesn't feel the the most homophobic the clowns have been. Yeah, 
but like yeah it's, it's not it's not a great look no 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 no, you want to no, get no. onto guided missiles? I do want to get into guided missiles as the supervillains enact their long-range destruction plan with their guided missiles and rocket launchers. Uh, Mr. Hart focuses fire on the fake-ass Hollywood types of Oregon. You know all those Hollywood types in Oregon? Uh, now there like, are. It's so weird. Like, it's weird. Now there are. I guess in 2005 they were starting, but that was such like a weird little detail. To be like, yeah, I'm hitting all these red, these these red carpet motherfuckers up in Oregon, and I'm like, wait, hold on, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's where the red carpet is. Uh, meanwhile, while and while Hart's focusing his fire there, Mr. Diamond is providing cover fire, outbeaming the cop chopper with the diamond dust, one breath, and their minds rust. Uh, his character gimmick being methodical style, I think works. That, that methodical coldness in his voice mm-hmm. works so much works much better here than it did in Mr. Club. Mr. Club in this bitch. And that's why, like, I wish Jake got a chance, like, at maybe a like, second or third take at Mr. Club, because then that song would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it works really well here. Like, it like it's possible to do it. And then, uh, 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 uh Mr. Spade's coming for the coming for the voters of the president. Yes. Uh, su- assuming because legally he can't say I. I'm a yeah. I had that exact note of like, hey, this is a perfect <laughs> way to get around that legality of saying. It, it mm-hmm. is just like Trevor Moore, RIP, said, it is illegal yeah. to say, I'm going to kill the president. Yep. You cannot, legally speaking, use the words, I'm going to kill the president. Don't do it. Yes. Do Don't not do, do that, guys. We, let's stop rehashing his fantastic bit. <laughs> okay, so, sounds good. This is like Eshams versus fucking Gray, or should I say Mr. Spade? I apologize. But this Thank is, you very much. This is the one where I said the, the chorus is just too busy. Okay. I have to go back. I actually, because like, I gave this one the star. I like this chorus. Like, this chorus didn't bother, bother me as much. I, I, lo- I think it could have been great just like take out i think there was also gunshot noises there was just so much there's this uh a thing i did live i need to throw it on patreon or something uh, it was a song where i was like yeah guys we about to get crunk in here but first i you know i gotta do this for my and then i kept adding on dumbass sound. i was like yeah let's get some gunshots in here and like gunshots and i was like now some fucking laser beams pew 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 oh what about some donkeys having sex and it's just like Ehh. like i'm getting all the yeah. and I, oh yeah what about a lady fucking herself with a crucifix and it's just a clip from the Ehh. exorcist and then i say let's oh, get okay. it all in there oh yeah you hear that no no one's hitting you up on google chat that's in the record no one loves you and i just like spammed the the like sound notification from google hangouts that's actually shockingly triggering yeah exactly like, yes <laughs> i saw in the crowd some people look concerned uh, <laughs> i will say this this one this one i gave this one a single star and which i wish it was a star i could give to the van uh but i think the verses did so well mm-hmm. and as far as concept albums go like i think well i i, I like this progression I feel like it's at a certain point they kind of lose a bit of it, but they're keeping the story like the story beats moving very nicely. Yeah. But, ooh, baby, do you have the lyrics to Guided Missiles up? Oh, no, I don't. Okay, what well, do I was going to quote the at the end of this to bleed into Black oh, Plague. I have here. So I don't have the I don't have the lyrics up, but I do have this outro yes! on my notes. People of the planet Earth, Ooh. you have all. You have all been lied to and deceived. Turn to your neighbor. Kill them. Shed their blood. 
for they are your true enemies. What the fuck was that? It's so fucking good. It's wild that like that like gave me pause. I'm like, well, I can't. I have no notes on that. I just have to write that down (laughs) word for word. Uh, Same. That was a that was a Mitch Hedberg joke. That shit made me think. Man, Black Plague is fucking cherry, dude. Yeah, that song's yeah. This this song's a big old double star for me. Oh man. So like so, and we'll say before each each member has their like individual their solo song. Mr. Club obviously. His song was Mr. Club. Mm-hmm. The Mr. Spade song is Black Plague, and it's fucking Esham just putting on putting on a goddamn clinic. Esham is so underrated, not in the underground scene, but in hip hop at large, and he needs his dues. From he started when he was sixteen and put out Boomin' Words from Hell, then put out the I think. Rap's first double disc album, which is Judgment Day, Volume 1, Volume 2. The cover is him, uh, when you put them together, him being burned on a crucifix by the media on one side and then the clan on the other. It's so fucking good. Then he puts out KK Kill the Fetus, a fucking marvel in his own production. He produced it all. It was so fucking good. And then he closes this arc with fucking Closed Caskets, which is one of the greatest rap albums ever made. He produced the entire thing, worked. It's all self-produced, and it's so fucking good. And yet, I'm not even talking about his notice stuff. This man needs props, and no one gives him that. People just say, well, Isham fell off. He what? By the time he was fucking 21, he put out better albums than you can in your entire life. So shut the fuck up. I am very angry right now. I, I had to take the cans off for a second. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah, can you repeat that without screaming? <laughs> can we get that clean? It's a very good song. I, I All my notes are just like quotes from the song. G- give them. No way. And here's the thing. No, well, no, all, all I want to say, honestly, because weird, all I really want to say, listen, y'all, it's never personal business, and there's no way, and I mean no way, to reason with a shark when he's bloodthirsty. Come on, man. Come on. He got, he got you scared, or is it all in your head? Is he in your head? Because he ought to be. Like, the whole black... And it's great, because it is an introduction to the character. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Mr. Spades... I, I, interpret as, as, as much as you want to, if you're all like, what are their powers, comic book nerdy about all the clown shit, then, like, for me, the black plate is, is a specialty, right? Uh, when Mr. Spade comes down, like, how they play, you know, the Joker cards is, like, each is, like, an individual power slash a thing. His is the black plague, and it just spreads. Or it's just a metaphor for Mr. Spade coming down and murdering everyone, mm-hmm. and his murder and body count spreading across your foolish, simple earth. Bitch, don't bleed on me. Don't, bitch, don't bleed on me. How, what kind of power move is that? He he stabs, I'm sorry, but like he stabs slash shoots slash just rips someone apart and then he tells him, hey, don't bleed on me. Mm-hmm. You're the reason I'm bleeding, sir. Yeah. You are the cause of this blood, sir. <laughs> this, this blood is literally on your hands as well as metaphorically. Also, the fact that these are otherworldly beings and he must have seen what was going on Earth and saying, oh, this shit's fucked up. You guys can go and, like, you know, do your selfish shit. I'm going here to make a change. It will be through sheer violence that I'm doing it, but that's the only way that it can be done. Yeah. 
Man, like if we ever got that villain, like if we ever got that, I would hope there was a character arc where Mr. Spade kind of like turns around and becomes a hero, but becomes like how we see the clowns and twisted in the, in the, in the Lotus comics. We're like, yeah, they're technically good guys. They're still very murdery. Or like Red Hood uh, when oh. one of the Robins is Red Hood. I forget which one. Jason Todd, I think. Yeah, I think so. Where he's like, yeah, I'm fine with killing people like Bruce Wayne's way of or I'm, I mean, Batman's way of things. Oh, no, I just outed him. His, oh, no, oh, no, James, 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 they're going to know. James, mm-hmm. they're going to know. Oh, jeez. I don't know if you have read or seen the animated movie Under the Red Hood. This I is, think I've read it a while ago. This is spoilers for that, so, like, go forward a few. When he has the Joker tied up in the same way that he was tied up, he's looking at Bruce and gives this just like super sad and emotional and powerful monologue of saying like, I'm not pissed at the Joker. Who I am pissed at is you because he fucking killed me and you allowed him to be alive. Fuck you, Bruce. And it's, yeah. It's not Bruce's fault. The fans voted on it. What? He couldn't, oh d- d- yeah. That's how Jason Todd got killed. There oh. was uh at the end of a comic, there was like, uh, it was, it was like, cause it was like, Joker had Jason all tied up and there was like, I think it was a call in of like, hey, if you want to see Jason get out of this, call this number. If you want to see the Joker fucking just murder this child, call this number. And like overwhelmingly, the fans spoke and they wanted to see the Joker murder a child. Uh, So it's not Batman's fault. Hold on. It's what the fans wanted. Yeah, I just I Googled Jason Todd murder poll and the first thing that comes up. Fans voted Jason Todd to die in 88. Yep. But what what would have been such a great story arc of like, oh, you fucking edgelords wanted him to die. Well, bye bye to your uh, favorite villain. We are killing the Joker. And now Batman has to deal with the fact that, oh, my God, I killed someone or have someone else in the family kill him and say, uh, like, how do they start going forward with that? Yeah, but also Batman at the time was in kind of a downturn, especially with especially with like 88 coming to the 90s. We're getting we're getting the gritty, gritty comics. Mm-hmm. So like that, like that's that's the reason they set it up to a poll is because like, especially with Jason Todd as the like Jason Todd as Robin kind of became a scapegoat for why Batman wasn't doing super well in the late 80s. So like, yeah, you kind of like it's one of those like they, they could have gone a different way with it, but like they had they really they could they really couldn't bait they couldn't afford to bait and switch what rema- what few remaining audience members they had. Yeah. Hey Sean, yeah. can uh I'm sending you a picture real quick in the Discord chat. Okay. Why, dude? I'm <laughs> actually deleting that. I'm actually I I like I'm really upset. It fucking was. <laughs> I'm like I don't know how to delete this. Oh. I will delete it. Okay. I Thank you. Oh. Uh, uh, I sent him Fred from Courage the Cowardly Dog because I think last week you were like, yeah, man, that thing freaked me the fuck out. And someone Mm. posted like beautiful artwork redrawn of all those. And I was like, they got to have Fred in here. And yeah, it was. If you have the artist, like we should actually shoot the shout them out because it's beautiful. It was beautiful. I won't take that. Like it was beautiful artwork. I really did not like it. Mm -hmm. As soon as I'm like, oh, no, I actually... I didn't expect how much I was not going to be able to continue while like that was staring at me. Cinemamind.tumblr.com. Cinemamind, uh, fucking good shit. I mm-hmm. hate you. 
Go fuck yourself. It was um, beautiful. Uh, guys, go over to the Patreon because our second episode of Three Ninjas, Corey sends me a photo, and it is one of the funniest exchanges <laughs> on the podcast that we have ever had. It is one of the greatest. Sean, I'll get you the RSS link to listen to it. Yes. You want to go on to Hostile? Beautiful. Hostile! <laughs> Fucking motherfucker, that's my style. Yes, okay. I thought you were going to scream it back to me. Man, this... Uh, no. Nah. This... There's enough screaming on this podcast. This song is so good. SV make contact, invading proper, and in the, or in the order, Mr. Spade comes out of the van, then Mr. Hart, then Mr. Club, and then Mr. Diamond. I also I have this song double start as well. Fucking Isham is the uh the the uh the Isham line on this one. The Cobra Commander, good guy assassinator, the everybody hater, the Darth Vader. Yeah, that's how you come. That's how you come out of your murder van to go murder everyone. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. that's 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 how you that's how you that's how you greet the fine people of Earth. Okay, Sean, I have a question yes. for you. A thought experiment. Okay. Who are your Mister Misters? Like, if you were in the supervillains, who in real life of your friends or, yeah, let's just go friends and family, people you know, who are your supervillains? Like, who's, wait, like, who, who, who is else am I in the van with? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this, these are my friends? Yes. All right. Okay. Um, well, I'd have to get, I have to give one to Steve. Uh, Steven Spielberg, obviously. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden has to get in there. My buddy Joe. Hello. <laughs> and I'm trying just like like close friends, right? Yeah. Cause that's what like it's, it's my ride or die. Okay, so like because yeah, my buddy Joe, my buddy Joe, he's uh diamond. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, my buddy uh Stevie, uh he's probably Mr. Spade. I feel like I'm Mr. Hart because okay. of all the sex I have with my penis. Tons and, of it. And I get so mad if the girls don't fuck good. I get so mad at that. We know that you get erections very well, as established earlier in the show. That's canon. And my Mr. Oh, gosh, it's so hard. I want to say my Mr. Club. You know, uh, you know what? He's going he's gonna to blush. He's going to blush when he hears this. I got I, I, I to gotta give it up to the Plutonian ideal of the color blue. It's okay. the Plutonian ideal of the color blue. That's my that's my that's my Mr. Club. You want to hear mine? Yes. This is in Spade, Club, Heart, Diamond. That's the order. Okay. okay. Nicole. Aw. Yeah, she's 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 a militant terrorist. Sean, you. Hey! Wait, I'm Mr. I forgot who was I? Club. Fucking yeah! DJ Killer! Corey! Ah! That I forget. I forgot your order. Heart. <laughs> Yay, Corey. He hates bad sex. And then socks is diamond uh, because you guys are my <laughs> villains. I'm just a civilian being murdered. That makes sense. It socks is fucking cold about that shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Socks is cold blooded. He just wants material possessions like a spring made out of plastic. <laughs> On this song, uh, something I noticed. So, Mr. Hart. From parts not known. James, do you remember where Mr. Diamond is from? No. Parts unknown. Mm hmm They each start their verse, Mr. Hart, parts not known. Mr. Diamond, parts unknown. 
Like, did you hold on? <laughs> did, did Lavelle write parts unknown and then Jay come in like, hold, I have that. I was gonna do that. I was gonna do that. <laughs> Can you do something a little different? It's like, like I, I don't know why. That's just like, and I feel like we talked about that. I feel like that's happened before, but I couldn't. I couldn't find where. Also, that there is something about that. I, I should pull, pull up the lyrics. There's really something about. And I couldn't find it. It's not a sample because I was listening. I, I I was listening to these songs like back to back. I was trying to fucking figure this out. But the outro, uh, they always and Talking Heads would do this a lot where they have like an elongated outro. Mm-hmm. But uh, to Animals by Talking Heads, it has a very similar beat or like a very similar rhythm. The way they do Hostile. And it maybe it's a different Talking Heads song. If you're out there and you're a, a, a juggalo who also listens to the Talking Heads, uh, because I don't know, you're a freak like that. Uh, let me Sean, let, it, let us know. Guess what? Mm-hmm. You are a freak like that because you are both those things. Oh, this is truthful. Uh, if you're a freak like me, mm-hmm. baby, uh, let me know because it was killing me. There's a Talking Heads song. I said Animals, uh, which, is, by the way, is also a fucking great Talking Heads song. Fear of Music is an awesome album. But like, yeah, it was, it just, it was very it, 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 it earwormed. But like, that's what the hook does. It's like the hook's an earworm in this one. Yeah. And also, if you're a freak on a leash, go back inside your goddamn dog. List of demands. Okay, Sean. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. have all the demands that they listed. I do too. Okay. It takes them until the second verse to even get into any of the demands. Mm-hmm. It is sparingly in the second, and then they the third verse is pretty much just nothing but. Here they, is what I have. If if I go through and you're like, oh, he didn't mention this, please let me uh, know. Okay. We've got weed. Yes. A getaway card. Mm-hmm. A diamond-encrusted car. A Rolls Royce, specifically. Yes, yes. And also like 25,000 carat whatever he said bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jewels. Cash. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a hoe. Mm-hmm. King's Ransom in a Bentley Phantom. Which is a great fucking line. Wishes. Mm-hmm. Blinding <laughs> Diamonds. Oh, yeah. So blinding, uh, there's only two of them in the entire world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very a, rare. A submarine sandwich which filled with cash. They never specified what kind of submarine. Wait, they said sandwich? Uh, no, they never specified sandwich. Oh, he just okay. said a submarine. Wait. I'm thinking it's a Subway sandwich uh, getting some cash lettuce in there. That would make as much sense as anything else in this song. Yep, yep. Keys to federal facilities, a tank, mm-hmm. a jet, and a nuclear bomb. I think all these list of demands are pretty dumb, minus the wishes. I mean, well, also the big, uh, the, the one thing I have is uh, that we receive clear that the only way we as the human beings of Earth are allowed to fly in the aeroplanes anymore is if we get clearance from Mr. Spade, mm-hmm. which like, I mean, so I, and it makes sense. I think in characters, Mr. Spade is, is asking for a lot of power. Yeah. Mr. Spade is the one asking for a lot of the power. Uh, Mr. Diamond is asking for a lot of the material wealth. And then, you know, Mr. Hart, he just fucking women. I think the one I have is all, all women, every woman, if you're a woman, Congratulations, you, Mr. You go to Mr. Hart now. Hell yeah! Like the, and the, the thing that kills me this song too is that they keep saying these are our demands, but also these are our demands. One more time, we have a few more demands. We forgot to list the first two times. Like they keep like they keep like saying this. Uh, these are all the demands. Oh wait, we have a few more. 
Uh, but also, it sometimes you these are our list of demands. Oh no, um, sirs, sirs. Oh nope, nope. Qu qu quit rapping. Nope. Take the be. Nope. Oh okay. Now that I have your attention, you actually didn't give us any list of demands. Okay, you're rapping again. All right. Uh, maybe All they'll right. get to it, guys. Someone record this. We're in a professional studio. You should be able to do that. I was going to write this off as just a list song, but it mm -hmm. is not. Like, they don't list much. No, and I, th I don't know how you feel about it. I feel like it for all their quote-unquote list songs, they, this moves pretty, like, steadily. Yeah, and it's a, they're, they're building a world and a story behind it. So there mm -hmm. is one song that I, maybe I just didn't like it, but I wrote it off as a list song. We'll get into it later. All right. And also, like, and, uh, from a story beat perspective... This is it's a this is this is them sitting down with the world's uh, the uh, world leaders discussing what they want. So this is a they've won. This is them. This is them coming down after hostile. They have thoroughly just fucking smashed their way in, and now they like they are making they are making their list of demands from a position of power. So from a story perspective, you need this song, mm -hmm. uh, or something like this. Yeah, can can I can I transition to us? Yes. My, because I think my favorite thing about this is headcanon. Like you're listening to this, and like they sing down with all these very important world leaders. Here's their list of demands. They're having a very important business meeting, and then just like Mr. Hart takes a break to discuss uh, pussy, yeah, and how much he loves pussy. Are you? Are we going <laughs> on to the so song funny. Pussy? Yes, we are. I only have one note. Brett Gilman did it better with his song Pussy Boy. I, I canonically do not enjoy just fuck songs. That's what this is. It yep. No, thank you. Get it out of here. I'm done. Uh, I, Let's go on to from, the next one. From a canon perspective, it is important to note, only fine bitches suck Mr. Hart's ass. But he just said all bitches in the last one. But John? now he's clarifying. I'm still here. Okay. Oh, my camera's dead. All, all right. right. But uh, but he's clarifying in this one. He's clarifying it. Only fine bitches get to suck the ass of Mr. Hart. Give me two seconds while I plug this phone back in. Alrighty. Maybe he meant F-E-I-N, like the last name. Like, I'm only fucking people with the last name Fine. Oh, okay. Sean, I think, just left all of this. No, I'm still here. Oh, okay, okay. You didn't respond back. So I, no, I was like, I, maybe he can't hear me. Maybe he just left the room. Oh yeah, sorry. I could. I should. I couldn't hear you. I had to take my headphones off to plug my phone in. That's what I said. That's what I meant when I said, "Give me two seconds to plug my phone in." Oh, okay. All right. G can you hear me now? Yes, my headphones are in now. All right. Should I keep talking? Yes. We should. Should we cut all of this out? No, because that'll. Okay. Or <laughs> no, I'm not cutting it out. Uh, okay. Do you want to get on to the next one, which I again have very little notes on? Sure thing. Next is so what, and I, this was this felt like a list song, and yeah, well, it's, it's the the supervillains reflecting on their negative public image and their response to all that negative public image. So what? So fucking what, dude? We also learned uh, Mr. Hart will only fuck someone in a wheelchair if they're fine, but they'll fuck any any old ass lady. If she's the president's wife. Ooh, nice. So that's the thing. If, you, if you're in a wheelchair and you want to get fucked by Mr. Hart, you better be fine. Or you better marry yourself a president mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because he'll he'll fuck any old ass. If you're an old ass lady and you're married to the president, you're getting, you're getting digged down. Chew. Mr. Diamond, so what, is uh, letting the world without... Uh, what, what do I have here? Is letting the world without bread eat cake. Uh, sort of like uh, oh, the, the whole... if they Oh, they don't have bread? We'll let them eat cake. 
But then, like, JK, they're all going to die. Very cold. And, we, and like, this is the first time I started noticing, like, that's the whole Mr. Diamond mentality. As opposed to, like, you know, one of the things we talked about, Jay, before, being very socially conscious mm-hmm. and being, like, very aware. This is specifically, I don't care, you're all meat puppets to me. Which is very easy to be a villain when you have a very strong moral code. You just say, well, what's the opposite of that? And you are yeah. the villain. Yeah, fuck the world on homeless and needy kids making his shoots. Uh, and then Mr. Spade, uh, been following the. It's very interesting. Mr. Spade has been following the news very carefully, just to tell people their problems ain't shit. Ooh, like he's like he's very aware of everything. Like he's been following shit. It, it feels like it, it felt like to me. He's definitely like up on stuff, but it's just to tell people to go fuck themselves. And then Mr. Is, Club Soa is what 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 what? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it is. Uh, sorry, that, uh, the, the, uh, what we, uh, you were gonna say on the production of the song, I think. It's real tight, and I like the little bit of guitar in the verse, and, uh, not really anything about it really gets me feeling good. Yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel like, I don't know, the, the sec- some of the second half of this album fell off a little bit. I have, like, one or two stars, but nothing like, oh my gosh. Okay, well then, let's, let's churn through this, because we're at an hour 50, that is long as fuck, man. Yeah, I know. I shot the DJ. This is my ooh, baby. It's an anti-club song that is a hard-ass club song. This album, guys, this album is aggressive. You like Ruthless Aggression era of (laughs) WWF? Well, guess what? You don't know Ruthless Aggression until you've heard this. There's also a very nice vocal synth in this that, you know, like the, uh, that those kind of, I don't know what I call them. I don't know, but yeah, no, I, I, I think the thing that killed me with this is like this is where this is where you're supposed to put all your gripes with the industry, not on the truth. But this oh, song yeah. has no but this song has no gripes on the industry. It's literally just about them going into the club and killing a dude. Yeah, it's not really a gripe <laughs> of just like this one felt less realistic where it's oh you're just whining about this opposed to yeah guys, this is a kind of this is the better fuck you song where it's yeah, man, we're going to go in here. We're going to make the hardest fucking song that you have to play it. And if you don't, fuck you. Ganesh. Yeah. It's not bad. It's all right. It's not bad. It's not my favorite. Next is Hook Up the Cut. And, okay, yeah. this is when I wanted to say this. Only Black Plague holds up on its own as a solo song for this entire album. This was just like a... There's no, it's not terrible. It's just bland. And in this album of just bangers, that's the worst thing you can do. I have, I'm gonna have to go back. I think I, cause I, th- I feel like I disagree. Oh, um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I thought this song, I thought this was very clean. And, it, and part of it's because like he has such a clear vision of his character where like, I think you can even argue to an extent, uh, Isham and, uh, Lavelle are playing a little closer to variations of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a little hyped up. This is a much like clearer deviation of character, but like is so has such a clear point of view and it's like decent. Uh, I thought this was very decent. Maybe I need to re-listen to this as how you've put and I have put the character of Mr. Diamond into our head canon and like what he is to us during this podcast and if i re-listen maybe i'll enjoy this song more but i will say pussy still two thumbs down dangerous is our next one (laughs) uh dear citizens if you haven't got it yet these they're dangerous we so dangerous 
If you don't know this, even while fucking this floozy and woozy, and Mr. Diamond not letting them know that they're letting people know they are not role models, they're not heroes, not this time. Uh, This time, like being very clear, like, hey, we're super shitty. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't. That's it's all right. I actually didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, I preferred hook up the cut to this uh, to over danger. I think the hook outshines the slower verses because it also had some hell's pit vocal styles, which I enjoy. But yep. th- I do like that the verses are short. They're maybe just twelve bars opposed to sixteen, so it chugs along, and they go for that crunk model of making the hook the focal point of every song. And this is when I wrote down: it's a shame none of these were fully performed. To my knowledge. You want to get into the last track, though? Let's let's do it. All right. It's over. And the supervillains have won. Ooh. Dun, dun, did dun, they, though? No, no popular vote. No population. <gasps> oh, baby. Fade to black before it all goes. It's done. Before, sitting, and wait, sitting and waiting for the heroes. Those are two J lines. Yeah. The, the last line of verse in this entire song is sit and wait for the heroes, but unfortunately they never came. Yeah, which is like so and just from the story just from a story perspective, your government has fallen. Mr. Spade has pushed the button. The button. Mm-hmm. Mr. Hart Mr. Hart is getting his ass sucked as he's wont to do. Oh. Uh I mean uh, yeah, and Mr. Diamond mocks you. He mocks you Mr. Diamond's mocking you and your heroes. While Mr. Club beats home that it's over. It's very Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah. As far as like as far as endings go, yeah. Or no hero. There's no heroes from the uh Rocky Horror soundtrack. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, very much just like Brad and Janet crawling on the ground as as the house disappears into the sky and Dude, nothing is left. That's my favorite song on that album. It's a great I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's a great fucking song. I, that's the one I'll sing I'm, along to and hit some of the notes. I'm bleeding. That always that sends chills to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm bleeding. I gotta get uh, that on Blu-ray and watch it in its original. Uh, do, do you know in Rocky? I'll do this very quickly. In Rocky Horror, it was supposed to be a la Wizard of the Oz, Wizard of the Oz, Wizard of the Oz, Oz. <laughs> uh, because I'm thinking of Wizard of the Hood, yeah. that <laughs> it was supposed to be in black and white up until Frankenfurter is revealed and then it turns into color. I did not know that. So the, in there was a Blu-ray release that made that possible. They just couldn't do it because of the budget back then. And Aww. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, oh, they are in Oz now and they're about to see and experience things they have never experienced. Fuck it. Neat. Yeah. I like that. Uh, but, uh, Sean, I have one note, which is pronouns. Awesome. They didn't know they were being progressive in the hook here, but they were. Yay. And it's a return. We haven't done it since the first Dark Lotus album. It is once again why miracles the meme so to first time listeners as a fan of icp when miracles blew up and was a meme i was like i don't understand what what are you guys this is just icp what's wrong so i'm going to whenever things baffle me that it's like well this could have been the meme not why do magnets work this one a little i think it's just because of In this brutal album, Violent J says some shit like this. 
You can see me miles away, reflect moonbeams into laser rays. They extend for days and cast hologram walls, leave you burnt up with smoky drawers. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I accepted that. I might be I might be doing this up. <laughs> <laughs> you because you're a juggalo now. Oh yeah, I guess. Uh, uh you oh, also oh, but also because he kind of mentions uh the thing we didn't get into hook up the cut the hook on that beam on the earth and set f set fire to dirt as soon as i heard set fire to dirt i'm like whatever you want to say for the rest of this album is fine <laughs> set, set fire to dirt is such a good fucking line of describing like how he feels about the dirty the the i know i'm jumping back to hook up the cut i just <laughs> wanted to make sure set fire to dirt is such a good fucking line Chia! So, Sean, uh, I just exited out of my list, my notes. So what if we could put these like th this is no longer what we're putting on the playlist. It's if you're listening to this and you've never heard the album or if you would like to introduce this album and you're not sure what songs you should show to your friends who don't listen to ICP or just underground music in general, what songs would we show them? So if I wanted to introduce, so if I wanted to introduce someone to this album, uh, it's Black Plague. Okay, I, think, I feel like that both of our number ones. I, I, it's my number one song, but I don't know if that's the one I would start to be like, hey, check out this album. Okay, okay. So it's both of our number one songs. Um, but if I was introduce someone to ICP, mm -hmm. I think I actually might go. I think I might go hook up the cut. Oh what? I really, I maybe I need to listen to it again. Maybe maybe we both need to listen to it again. I don't. I remember like because I also have I have hostile double starred. Okay. I like hostile a mm -hmm. lot, and like I have I have and I only have hook up the cut single starred. But the more I talk about it and think about it, it was like I really liked that song. I really liked what they did with that song. So any, one of those three definitely. Black, Black Plague's great. Hostile's great. Hook up the cut is great. I I think hook up the cut is great. But James, what do you what do you think? I would have done hostile or furious. Okay, so I, I, I mean, yeah, because because they're not getting on the playlist, uh, so we don't have to obey any of the rules. Yeah, but all those songs, all those four, all those songs are fucking solid. But as I said, this album blew my expectations out of the water, and I I love this album now. Okay, <laughs> that's my response. Yeah, that's my that's my recorded response. Okay. So we'll, we're we're going in. Do we have a guest lined up for next week, Sean? Don't stop asking me this on air. Uh, well, but I need to know so I can tell people what next episode is going to be. Cool. You should ask me that before we start recording. Then. Okay. Well, if we don't have a guest lined up, it I think will be Shaggy Two Dope's first uh, solo album. Fuck the fuck off. Let's do that. All right. And we will get to the, oh, it needs to, we need to get them on, or I guess we could go to the Opaque Brotherhood and then the Shining. But then after that, we're, or I guess then we could jump all the way to the Mud, Water, Air, and Blood, then Reindeer Games, but we would be skip. oh no, and then we have Big Money Rustlers. We would be <sighs> skipping over all of ICP's album because we, we need to hit these, the EP before the Tempest. Do we? Yes, we Jesus do. Jesus fucking Christ. They put out so much fucking content. Yeah. We're halfway through, uh, dude. Uh, Maybe I, a little I'm, more. Yeah, because I still have all the forgotten freshnesses in here. So we're, we're, we're more than halfway through. I need another nap. 
I need just listening to you list those off. I need another nap. Hurricane of Diamonds, baby. Ooh, and we've already done that. Hell Cellar. That's been done. Oh my God. Uh, hey James. What's do I that? have anything to Do I have anything to plug? Yeah. What's up? Oh, uh, you know me. I'm Goose Von Kaiser on Twitch.tv, and I, 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 I don't know, man. Call me. Call my name on the street and wave hello. Jeez. Hey guys. Listen to the newest podcast that I do with Steve Barnes called Sweet Child of Time, where we are going through the Wheel of Time TV show on Amazon. It's a very fun show. He edits it, so I'm loving it. I just get to talk for an hour, and I leave. He did compliment me. He said, hey, you're so professional on the mic. If I had done this with one of my stoner friends, I don't think I would have done it past one episode. And I'm like, yes, yes, I'm a professional, bitch. All right. So that I think right now can be found on Spotify and Anchor. He's still waiting for things to filter into all the other places. But that sweet child of time, I am the sweet child. Go over to MLMPod.com to find out information about my other podcasts, such as Mostly Speak and Sentai and Hit It in Credit. We recorded what we're coming back, guys. We recorded the first few episodes of this, the continuation of Noctis Occulta. It's very good. You're going to want to check that out. Oh, yeah. Check out uh, my music under Marshland Monster, wherever music is found. Also head over to the MLMPod.com where you can download a lot of it for just free. And if you need beats, hit me up. I make them. Oh, and you can download some of them for free over on MLM Pod. But we got a Patreon. Ooh, baby, it's good. Patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, where this week, it's just this existed. Little Corey and I, we are going through every single movie in the Three Ninjas franchise, which, hey, Sean, I'll need to hit you up in a week to be like, hey, when you want to record your episode of Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain starring... Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, brother, 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 brother. And you better believe he's got a bandana on over his head or a hat so you don't see his balding. Can't be bald if you have a bandana. That's just science. Jeez. But if you're a $10 patron, $5 gets you the podcast, the exclusive ones, the every single week and the entire back catalog. It's two years. We release something every single Friday. That's almost 100 episodes now. Yay! Actually, I think it is a hundred. You have a hundred episodes of content now. Fucking hey, baby. Chia! But if you're a ten dollar patron, you get exclusive streams, watch alongs, as well as oh, shout outs every single free feed podcast. So let's begin with those. Sean, do you have something to say in between? Yep. Steve F. Hostile. Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour. Smostyle. Alex Z. The Waz. Hostile! Orion, he's a rapper under Defo D hyphen F-O. Smostile! Tyler Wright, he's my friend. Hostile! Elliot W. at Garlic Sunshine on Instagram for their amazing artwork. Amazing style! Jordan B. the Chaos Witch. Hostile! Chaos style! Fuck! Style! And Burnsy the Burnout Clown, a.k.a. Steve Barnes, at IntroVoid on Spotify and Substack. Burn it down! That might have been very clippy. I apologize. Yeah, I just heard... All right, we'll see how that plays out. (laughs) Well, on my end, it didn't. On your end, it will be fine. 
I hope so. Have you li- listened to the show and you'll be like, oh, yeah, James does a good job. Oh, they're out? Oh, my God. See you guys. <laughs> I've been James. <laughs> I'm Sean. Bye. Hey. Yeah. I think everyone needs to throw their hands up and get drunk. Oh, you don't know how to do that? Well, let me put you in the mood. You hear that? That's two co-eds getting like one of the reasons why people like Nas album so much the first album was because it was basically his thoughts he got his thoughts out like this has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum for more content please visit mlmpod.com to support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLMPod and sign up today. Oh, yeah.